Before we start the show this week, I just wanted to ask you to please get vaccinated. 95% of physicians in the U.S. are vaccinated. 100% of living U.S. presidents are vaccinated. Nearly 100% of all U.S. senators are vaccinated. 100% of Republican governors and 100% of Democratic governors are all vaccinated. The CEO of Pfizer is fully vaccinated. On the flip side of that, over 95% of people who have been admitted to a hospital for COVID symptoms and people who have died from COVID in the past month weren't vaccinated. And this new variant is killing young and healthy people at an alarming rate. By not getting vaccinated, you are allowing this virus to mutate, making it harder and harder to treat and prevent. Now, I know that if you haven't gotten the vaccine by now, I'm probably not going to change your mind. But it has recently come to my attention that a few people that I trusted to do their own research and make positive decisions to protect the people around them aren't vaccinated. The vaccine wasn't rushed. It isn't making women infertile. It isn't killing anyone. If you've chosen to not get vaccinated, please, 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 please reconsider. If you just haven't pulled the trigger yet because you're unsure, please reach out to us via email, Twitter, Instagram, or however you like. And I would be so, so, so happy to provide you with some credible information from reliable sources to help you make your decision. Seriously, it would absolutely make my day. Am I biased? Yes. But I made my decision with the help of credible information, and I'd like to help you do the same. I wouldn't have gotten vaccinated if I felt like there was any chance it would hurt me or my family in any way. Thanks for listening. Now on with the show. I'm going to lock this door just in case. In case anyone tries to break in and steal this hot content. <laughs> this, this, I don't know if this is going to work. Oh, man. Our levels aren't terrible, right? No, they're good. Okay, okay good. Because no, I feel very loud. Levels? Look at those. Look she at those doesn't know the levels. levels. They're still green. Green means go. Green means go. As in go for this hot content. Piece of shit. I've done audio. Wow. That's on mic. <laughs> That's on the internet now. Your fiance called you a piece of shit. <laughs> I could cut it out. Oh, fuck. You're not going to. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not. It's you're really too, good. It's too gold. It's also, you're too lazy. Are you kidding me? It would be so much easier for me to cut it out. <laughs> than to leave something in? Yes. And just let it ride? Yes. I'm not sure. You clearly don't understand how audio works. I don't, I'm not sure how. Melinda does. I don't even understand how sound is coming out of my own mouth right now. Don't explain it. <laughs> don't don't explain it. Too many dicks. We already. We've done it, ladies and gentlemen. Eight fifteen in the morning. We've already hit the hit the dick jokes. <laughs> this is a very special episode. It and is because we we're in the yet. same room together. How have you been since I saw you twelve hours ago? Not great. Mm. Yeah, I went through mm. a withdrawal. Mm. See, because we spent like. Six hours together. I know. This is the longest time we've legit spent together in... Without a microphone on us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even... W- and without a microphone, it's the it's most amount of time we yeah. spent, I think, in like two years yeah, together. probably. That's it's very weird. Because we didn't have Comic-Con last it's year. It's true. I know. And now... Uh, which is why, from now on, I'm going to just carry a microphone with me whenever we're together. I feel like I got that, like, Pulp Fiction shot that, like, they stab her in the chest with a needle to, like, oh, wake yeah, her up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like I got Uma that. Thurman thing? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel yeah. like I got that, but it was full of Chris Treble. <laughs> oh. oh, man. There's, um... Fun fact, there's a sperm donation center that is under a lawsuit that has a similar thing with that. Involving you? Well, I mean, in some ways, because it's a needle full of Chris Treble. <laughs> yeah. 
That could have been the show. I know, that could have been it. it was. I'm, I I'm it so was. off. This is I was, thing. See, I was also waiting for you to be like, when I said involving you, to be like, according to my lawyer, no. Oh, that would have been good too. I could have done it there. You could have done it, but you fucked up the joke. I did. I was thinking about the fact that we're going to be recording together. And so I was thinking about a way, since we've been recording apart so much to make you feel like more at home and more used to the situation we normally You're gonna rip off my sleeves. So, um, (laughs) 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 Uh, so here, this is how we're going to record. Go ahead. Say something. Hi. Hey man, how's it going? See, nobody gets that joke though. <laughs> nobody gets it because I'm meticulous. I know, I know. But just for your sake, I yeah, thought thanks. I'll, make to, it I'll, those I'll make it so we overlap. Yeah, <laughs> this will make it so much easier for you to edit if I just do this the whole time. Go ahead, say something else. Chris, I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, go ahead. It's okay. Sorry, no, you were I, just talking I, over. No, oh, I, we did. Oh my I, god. I, <laughs> this is good. There's a rhythm that we don't have anymore because we're so used to recording remotely. That's for everyone listening who isn't in on the joke. We're in the same room right now. Yeah, we normally record remotely. uh, And because of that, there's like a delay in the in the audio. But I go through and manually cut all that out so that what you hear sounds like we're really smart. But actually, we take 10 minutes in between saying things. First of all, the fact that. That's the highest level of really smart you can get me at really just speaks to the lack of intelligence. But also I meant on my part, but also a different thing that that is changing up how we're recording. I'm on a bed right now. And so I've made it. So my mission for this entire episode to get you on this bed with me by the end. Well, my goal for this entire episode is to get you on this windowsill. Oh, <laughs> it's right yeah. next to the air conditioner. We can just turn it on at any moment. Sold. comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and be crammed in a very shady looking hotel room my name is chris treble alongside me as always and literally alongside me now is my co-host and drew hot diggity dog done i wanted to do a thing and i just i couldn't yeah, I, wondered if you had done it. I was like oh i, I was gonna do a thing ready. and then I'd, and then I forgot. And then in the middle of your name, I remembered, oh, I wanted to do a thing. Oh, yeah. This isn't that shady of a hotel. No, it's not that bad, actually. Not bad. It is the cheapest one we could find in Midtown. It's pretty good. Yeah. By shady, I mean there's literally just a bed and a bathroom and PVC piping for... Oh, yeah. Sort of, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Some sort of shelving unit and no, as well. And no smoke alarm. And no smoke alarm. But that's of your own choice. <laughs> Though there is a sprinkler system above your head. Well, that's good to put out all this audio recording equipment over. All right, cool. Listen, two showers. Oh, wait, you've taken two showers? No, no, there are two showers here. There's one in the bathroom and there's one one right above me. Okay, good. And I'm generously using the room. room. (laughs) (laughs) I'm counting from the edge of the bed to the front door space as the living room. Chris. Yes. This is a very special episode uh, for yes. a couple of reasons. Okay, one, one, we're right next to each other. Yes. Two, we're both in New York. Yes. Three, it's New York fucking Comic Con. It is New York Comic Con. So this we're going to be talking. And I forgot what number I was on. 37. We're doing What If because What If just ended. That's right. Yeah. So we just, I just finished What If 
Yesterday? I think yesterday or oh, the yeah, day before. Yeah. I, I think or I did, I'm sorry, when we're recording. Right, I finished a week this ago. One. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about what if first? Yeah, let's talk do, about let's, New York first. No, let's do what if first. Let's let's get into this. So um, I'm pulling up notes like I took some <laughs> because I saw you pull up notes. And so I thought, well, now I got to. Fun fact, my notes that I pulled up are just a screenshot of the episode list. <laughs> Great. Fun fact, my notes that I pulled up are just a Porn screen hub. saver. Oh, <laughs> So what if just ended? So uh, we got nine episodes. We could break this down a couple of different ways as we go through. We'll probably just talk about some of the characters and things like that. And then I think we'll get into it's a weird show to talk about because there is no actual central storyline until like the last three it's episodes. Also, this season is unfinished, but it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know about that? That like there was an episode that didn't get made. What was the episode that didn't get made? The one with so spoilers yeah. for what if the one with Gamora and Tony. So I was wondering what the hell was of the going pandemic. on with that. Okay, all right. They, so, they had a deadline and they were like, "We're not going to make the deadline." So they were like, "Do we cancel the deadline or do we just put out what we have?" Is and they that put what out that what was? Yeah, that was my first. They're going thing to include that episode on in my the next non-existent season. notes. I turned to Melinda and I was like, "Did we skip an episode?" Right. And she was like, "No, I don't think so." Right. They're right. going to include it in next season. Okay. All right. That makes more sense. All right. So, um, so overall, what did you think of What If? Great. I, love I loved it. it. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. I, I, this is what we've been saying for like five years that I, basically since the start of this podcast that we would like, we want weird shit coming yeah. out of these movies and like DC and Marvel and everything. Yeah. Like the, yeah. it's getting to the point where it's sort of like the weirder, the better. We started yes. with like Guardians of the Galaxy and we were like, this is weird as hell and I love it. And James Gunn has been basically pushing Marvel and DC over right. to that direction to a little incrementally. So I'm glad they're moving in that direction. They're starting to learn the right lesson. Marvel's always been pretty good about learning the right lesson yeah. as well. So I yeah. think they're finally doing that. Yeah, I think that uh, I think if there was to be one criticism of the MCU is that it does become it's very safe. It's very safe and it's very vanilla. Yeah. And the one the one compliment we've been able to give dc on the other side is that like big swings big old swings and sometimes they're crap and sometimes they're not and sometimes they're joker which is like a great movie that i hate yeah, you know exactly, what i mean but i right. see it and i'm like that was a big old swing right, and we've i appreciate always every said, moment from day one we've said i would rather have a bad right. movie than a mediocre one that is a yeah that's a big swing than than like anything what else. if is a great opportunity to do that because right. you can always just say hey that never took place anywhere near yeah. the mcu well, it's also great because a the series itself is a big swing and within that series are nine big swings and if one doesn't work big issue I don't know if I agree with that what I'm I'm saying is because there's so a lot of them are so far off the beaten path they're you know if one of them doesn't work you can always just if one of them doesn't work you take nine big swings and if one of them doesn't work you're like well we striked on one out of nine you know what I mean we have eight others that are great so as far as like individual quality of the episodes I think that they mostly get better I do too I think the first one uh, when when we first saw it, I was a little like, uh oh. Yeah. The very first one with Captain Carter, I was like, eh, I don't know yeah. about this. Like, if this is the best one, which a lot of right. times the first episode of a, of a set thing, unless it's like the pilot or something, but a lot of times the first episode is the best one in a right. series. Right. And I was like, if this is the best one, I don't know that this is going to go over well. Right. And then the second one, I was like, oh, and that's T'Challa's Star Lord. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then the next one is the the Who Done It with yeah. Ant Man, murder mystery, very good. And then we got fucking Doctor Strange, which was insane. And then the zombies, and it kept going uh, bigger and bigger. And then I don't know, it kind of fell off for me with the Killmonger Tony Stark story. It, it didn't feel like there was a real resolution to that story. Yeah. It did sort of just 
peter out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the what if Thor was an only child, kind of fun, but right. for the most part it felt like, okay, who gives a shit? I think they needed that as a palate cleanser. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. they needed it because then from there on, for the last two episodes, it's like an actual storyline. It's line. the Porter and Macbeth. That right. like you have two, you have an hour and a half of Macbeth murdering right. people, and then this drunk asshole comes, comes out and on. complains about his job. Right, and, and then, then you go back and then to you go murdering. Back to it again. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the nurse in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, too. absolutely. How many different Shakespeare references can we make just so we <laughs> seem smart? Oh, it's the it's the grave digger in Hamlet. There we go. It's the nope. Stop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I I I kind of agree with you. For I think the one criticism that I have that I think I've seen kind of universally throughout is that there's one strike against this series is that the endings they're not bad they're just like there yeah they just and the killmonger episode well that's the thing the the killmonger episode is kind of the prime example of this but i think all of them kind of have that where it's just like and then life continued and you're like well no what the hell what the hell did i watch this half hour for i mean i will say half hour episodes kind of wish they were an hour or, or at least 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, well, that was another thing, too, that they, they talked about. In, um, and I saw in an interview with, I think maybe Kevin Feige was mm. talking about how they were supposed to be longer. Oh, right. And they just didn't have that. They had what they had. And it was like, okay, we can try Push to like... the day back or... Well, we can try to send people... We can try to send this huge cast the same microphones, the same studio setup, right. and have them like pay for someone to install it in their house, house. Yeah. during the pandemic. Or we can kind of try to finagle what we have. Yeah, so do you think season two will be like a 45-minute episodes? I hope so. Maybe longer. I think that's what it needs. I think it does need a little more breathing room. Well, I think even... See, I was going to say even on top of that, what you just touched on is, is dead on, which is that like... Okay, so you didn't have the time to flesh it out. Right. But in the editing room, you can space some stuff out a little more. A lot of the episodes were very quick. Yeah. I, it did, Just rhythmically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because a lot of the charm and the resonance of a Marvel movie, which is what this was trying to emulate, was yeah. the idea that, you know... Th- Marvel knows how to let moments land. Yeah. So it's not just like guys in tights and capes just beating the shit out of each other. And then some scenes of dialogue just to get exposition rolling. Sure. It's, you know, we allow emotional beats to hit. Yeah. This didn't. There were t- sometimes when it attempted to do, but it seemed to run at such a clip that it was like, all right, let's keep moving. We got to hit this scene and we got to uh, we got to get this information out and then we got to get this action scene and then we got to roll on. And and I think because it was a half hour, they just had like all these beats that could have landed. If you had a 45 minute episode, like you said, space it. Just give it a little more time to. Yeah, just to, a little more breathing. Room, yeah, like a little more said. breathing room and that sort of thing. I agree with you the, with the Agent Carter episode, but I think kind of what was smart is that being the first episode because it wasn't as good. I shouldn't even say it wasn't as good. It just wasn't the strongest episode. But it wasn't as deep. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of what we were talking about last week with um, Boba Fett and the fact that this dropped on a streaming service. Like, you know that it's just going to plop into people's laps. And so you don't necessarily now maybe have to put like this big gung ho, amazing episode up first that probably people are going to be in this for two or three up. Ep- even if it's week to week, people are going to be in this for at least two to three episodes in because it's just in there. It's, it's you got know, the Marvel name on it's it. It's got the Marvel name on it. It's and because it comes into your house, it is literally Chadwick Boseman's last, last performance. Thing, yeah. But it's that it's this idea of like, all right, episode one is it's okay. It's good, but it's not great. It didn't blow my socks off, but I know episode two is going to come around in a week and I'm just going 
going to be sitting in my living room anyway with nothing to do and it's 30 minutes so I'll put it on and then that second one gets a little better and you suck them in you don't have to like hit them hard with the first episode and then have a bunch of ones that are weaker well and like the other Marvel Disney Plus shows they're doing a lot of I think they're relying a lot on week to week sort of water cooler talk talk, you know where people are like whoa did you see that last episode because even stuff like WandaVision they got a huge bump when cannot remember his name, but the guy who played right, right, right. Quicksilver yeah. and the X-Men came in and played Quicksilver. That's, that's what his name is now. Marvel, I don't know if you know this. Marvel name? had him legally change his to Quicksilver. Aaron Taylor Johnson is the other guy. Paul something? It's. Uh, I think he changed his name to Evan not Peters. Aaron Taylor Johnson. It's Evan, Evan Peters, right? It's Evan Peters. It is Evan I, Peters. I fucking did it. Lights just no, flickered. So in our, right, okay, so good. Right, Lights good. just flickered in our hotel. Yeah. So when they did that, they I think they got a huge bump, and they've yes. seen that sort of happening. Especially Loki, I think had a similar thing where like every right. week there was something crazier and crazier. And I think what if they're they're like, hey, that worked. Every week we're going to do something crazier and crazier, crazier until we've got yeah. everyone on board. Yeah. Well, I also think that the Asian Carter episode is a good first episode because it's just a it sets the stage. So I know the big criticism for the first episode was like. Well, it's basically the first, the first Avenger, Avenger, but with Peggy Carter. Yeah. It's the same story beats. And I'm Very like, similar. Fine. But, and I had the same criticism. And then when you saw the second one, which was T'Challa as Star-Lord, which is vastly different, it just, you realize the first episode was just setting the stage. So you're used to, A, watching like an animated version of all these characters. And also, B, just getting into the mindset of like, okay, things are going to be different. And this is what it's going to look like. This is the pacing and everything. It just sets up how this whole thing is going to run. And then you can just go off with it. I loved the uh, the coming together at the end for an actual yeah. through line. It yeah. was fantastic. So let me ask you, all right, first of all, any standout characters above any of the others? I mean, I, I forget his episodes, name. episodes, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Characters I mean, well, for characters, the, the Doctor Strange, like the perfect version of Doctor Strange, like that the most an, powerful yes. version of Doctor Strange yeah. is fantastic. I loved Marvel Zombies. I haven't read any of those comics, but I'd really like I've, they're on my list. They have been for a while, but I loved that episode. That one in particular felt extremely bold that they mm-hmm. are straight up just killing characters. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't know if that's because Ike Perlmutter isn't in the room anymore, because right. that was a big thing for him with like Civil War. That, that was the, you can't the trade-off. Kill yeah. Was that uh, because of toys, because of how much money right. toys bring right, in, right, you right, can't right. kill off any of these big name You're right, characters. Because kids don't buy toys even after a character is right, killed exactly. off. exactly. But for the future, it was yeah. like, well, we can't kill this guy off. What if kids really like him later? And the trade-off for Kevin Feige was that uh, Ike Perlmutter also didn't want Spider-Man in the movie. So he was like, I'll, look, give me Spider-Man. And we won't kill any characters. And that was the trade-off. So I wonder I will if say, better trade-off. It, yeah, I know. So I wonder if it's because of that, or if it's just like, well, it's a cartoon who gives a shit, or, right. well, it's not in the MCU who right. gives we a can, shit. I think it's mostly the last one. Yeah. The, the last one is like, well, we can, we do, can, whatever kill, we can do whatever we want. We can do whatever we want, because this, this it isn't matter. actually the MCU. Yeah, I, Zombies I liked. It's funny, up until the ending, I actually was interested in the Killmonger Tony Stark episode. But I think what really knocked it back was the ending because I was like, I'm in this. And then all of a sudden it just ended and I was like, oh, that's it. That's that's the story you were telling. You told me a first act for 30 minutes. And I was like, that's it. Um, The murder mystery. Brilliant. Incredible. Really incredible. T'Challa is Star-Lord. Incredible. Yeah, so good. Because you just took every character and just turned it on its head. Yeah. And we got a few different versions of T'Challa yeah. as well, which was cool. Party Thor was fine. You know what? I, I will say this about Party Thor is that um, 
I like the idea, just kind of like the the X Files. Like the X Files would do this thing where they'd have like six or seven serious episodes, and then they throw in like a, a yeah, weirdly yeah, a super funny goofy one. one. And that was that. I was like, okay, we're in the goofy one, yeah. which is kind of cool. Like you know, if you're gonna have this format where you can do anything, let's really play around. I don't with know it. that it landed that well. I don't think for it landed me. that well. Yeah, like I think, it, it felt light, but yes. I wasn't like. You know, slapping my knee. I think I was it's all. So well, I think that's the other thing is the hindrance on this is comedy in in animation is really hard to do, well, especially if you're not setting out to make an animated. For sure. Comedy. Well, and I also noticed that a lot of the lines were not delivered with as much heart as I think they would have been in live action. Yeah. I think a lot of these actors haven't done a lot of animation. No, they haven't. And so they're just reading, like, it's very different when someone's not standing in front of you. And they have done a lot of, like, green screen, which is kind of similar because there's, like, right. nothing in front of you. Right. But, but you for the still most have, part, like, a bunch of crew members sitting well, in front of you. and the actors are usually in front. Like, even, they had Josh Brolin with, like, a big fake purple head, on, you know, right. two feet you above look him. At, you can still look at, and you can hear Josh Brolin's Brolin. voice. Yeah. I think a lot of what they did with this is just, like, give the actors a script, put them in a room, record 10 takes, and then send them home. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, and I think the actors... I mean, uh, most of these guys, admirable at best. Yeah. You know, or... At worst. At worst. <laughs> um, no. Pretty good. Admirable at best. <laughs> okay. I'm changing my answer. Yeah, the show sucks. Yeah, no, most of them are pretty good. I think anyone where it was like, oh, yeah. I mean, they did say... Chadwick Boseman. I almost just started calling him T'Challa yeah. like that's his real name. Uh, Chadwick Boseman did a thing where... The reason he's really good in this series is that he made everybody read like all the dialogue. So usually in like a in an animation thing, they'll they'll give you like a couple of lines. And if it's a conversation, they'll kind of feed you back the lines or something like that. Basically like a um, what, what do you call that? Like a like a like a prompt, like a well, I was saying like when you do auditions, yeah, like, like a sides. Yeah. But even the like when you do a, a self tape, you have like a friend who's a reader. A reader who's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. It's just a reader. It's not usually but, an actor. Right. It's usually just well, a friend. They, even the, the people that they had who were just readers, he was like, no, but we're going to do like the whole scene in like a long stretch. They weren't like, all right, we're going to do these four lines. Smart. And then we're going to, he was like, no, 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 I want to do all of it. It's very theater. Do, I think he might've at some, I may be misreading this, but I thought I read it. He also at some points just did all the lines himself. Like everybody's lines himself yeah. so that way he could like get into the, yeah. the rhythm of it but uh yeah and others i think again i don't think there was anyone who was like absolutely terrible there's some really good you know because we got some of the real mcu actors in here but there's some others that are covering yeah like lake bell as uh um Scarlett Johansson, basically. Oh, that's Lake Bell. I don't know who that is. Uh, Lake Bell, you've probably seen her in some. She's been in some things. She's she's. Because I know Captain America is not Chris no. Evans, and we didn't get RDJ back. To no, the but Man. the guy who does RDJ does an incredible. Fine, I he think does, he did a really good RDJ. He does a RDJ. good impression. Yes, but that's I think so, like, too. so like the guy playing Peter Parker isn't Tom Holland, but he doesn't sound like Tom Holland. He just sounds like a different Peter Parker. Right. I almost would have rathered that than like. Some guy being like, "Oh, hey, man, I'm RDJ. What are we doing? Hey, come on over." You know, I'm like, I don't, I don't know about that. Is that your RDJ? It's the best I can do. It's pretty good, is it? It's not bad. Admirable. It's admirable. <laughs> it's admirable. At best. Uh, at best. This is this is Lake Bell. Have you ever seen her? She's in things. She's got quite a stare. No, never I, seen. I don't. I don't. Uh, I, don't I don't know uh, who that is. Her name is Lake. Her, her name is her, Lake her Bell. Her two names are nouns. Yes. What's her middle name? Chair. Could be. <laughs> oh, she's um, she's in Harley Quinn. She's in Poison Ivy. We haven't watched it. I've thought about... We should do that. We should do an episode about that show at some point. She's in Into the Spider-Verse. Who is she? Vanessa Fisk. 
I do not remember that character. I mean, she's Wilson Fisk's wife. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the end. She's Wilson Fisk's okay. wife. I don't remember her being in that. It's in BoJack Horseman. Great. Are we just... Uh, yep. Yes, we are. This is what gonna this is going to sit here and now. do this for the rest of the episode? Yep. You keep going, but I'm going to keep doing this. Well... She's in in a world. Time I be. Actually, have you ever seen In a World? In a World's a great. You haven't because you don't know who this person is. That's a great movie too. You should watch that. What's it about? It's about um, a woman who wants. It's to, in a world. No, it's about in a, a woman who wants to get into the the movie trailer voiceover. Oh yeah, thing. in a world. Yeah, yeah, that business. But they're like, no, it's it's just men who do that. And that's she's, true. And it's her actually doing it and she does the in a world and you hear her do it and she's really good at yeah, it she's really good um, you know why because a fucking nutless monkey could do vo it's so fucking okay easy. you do an in a world trailer go ahead in a world oh my god that was actually Thank really you. good with keanu reeves wait hold on eating a sandwich next to ben affleck just go in a world where sandwiches rule i'm gonna give you the lines and you're oh, gonna do it okay okay Right, say in a world. In a world where sandwiches rule. Where sandwiches rule. One man. One man decides decides to have soup. To have soup. Oh, that was pretty. Where good. are the other drugs going? Yeah, this turned into a great Yeah, that was crazy. Um, <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. This is why you can't lock us in a hotel room together. We're not locked in. We can leave. We can. Yes, you you can't tell me that. You're not allowed to. Aww. You're on the clock, motherfucker. Yeah. This bed's comfortable. Do you want to join me? No. <laughs> anyway, what if it's good? Right? Wait, what? What if it's good? What if it's really good? Yeah. yeah the I, last, think, really I good. think the last two episodes really do a good job of tying it together. I yeah. think they, a mistake would have been just doing them all separate and leaving them all separate. Right. But I think it's very smart because The Watcher, famously, people might not know this. I mean, he sort of says it in the show, but he's been around for a very long time yeah. in the comics and he has intervened a couple of times. I was like, times, he gets involved. But very rarely. Yeah, he does. Re- in fact, there's rarely. a, uh, there's a comic. We, I might've assigned it to you at some point in the past five years. Right. I think it was the newer secret war where the planets collide. Is it, is this where somebody kills a watcher? No, no, no. Oh, the, okay. There's, there's a part where like, it's very common that people will just be doing their business, eating their sandwich or their soup or whatever. They're eating their soup when sandwiches rule. Right. And the watcher will just like show up and they're like, oh, fuck, something crazy is about to happen because oh, he just right, shows up and watching. watches. He's yeah, because he's not there. usually invisible. Right. He's not like in, in the show. Most of the time, he's just sort of in the background and sometimes people see him. He's there. Like yeah. if he's watching. He's just fucking in the room. Yeah. And people are like, <laughs> like frequently people will be like, oh, fuck, what's about to happen? The watcher's here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's a, that's a <laughs> creepy ass character. Right. Too. Because he just shows up to watch big events yeah and they can be good but they're usually bad it's usually like galactus is about to eat the earth or something yeah <laughs> or it's just he just shows up in someone's hotel room and they're like, what the fuck oh there he is just weird i mean and of course he doesn't I can't like intervene in this podcast as much as i would like to fix their problems does he even ever say anything is they're just like oh fuck the watcher's here and he's like don't mind me guys i'm just he gonna... usually doesn't because that could be intervening yeah, he usually just fucking just chills in the room masturbating yeah he's a just standing in the corner and they're like what the fuck is yeah. this guy and, doing? And they're here? like, what's your name? And he's like, Chris Treble. Don't worry he's about like, it. What if the watcher just shows up in the corner of a room? Like the Avengers are all just gathered together and he shows up in the corner of the room and they're like, something big's going to happen. The watcher's here. And he just goes over to the table, just starts eating like this, <laughs> just at the buffet. And they're like, it's going to happen any minute now, right? And he's just eating. He walks and over and he's, he's like, like, where's your bathroom? <laughs> fucking guys eating their food. Like, is there something going to happen? I think he's... 
I think he's just taking our food. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm just early. And they're like, how oh, early gosh. are you? Stop eating the... F- stop. 14 billion years. We only have... And he's like, I'm just gonna... This cheese is good. Yeah. And he's just eating the whole time. Yeah. Um, anyway, watch out for Galactus right there. What? Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> Wait, I'm consulting my notes. My three notes. Did we get through all three of them? Oh, no, you know what I noticed? Speaking of the characters at the end, got a Gamora from an episode we never saw. No murder mystery character, right? Am I... It seemed like they were trying to pull a character from every episode, or almost every oh, episode. Oh, There's oh. no murder mystery episode character. Oh, at the end, right? I see. Like they didn't pull anyone from the Ant Man murder episode. Episode, yeah. They pulled. How funny would it have been if they pulled him? If they pulled Hank Pym? That actually, would, I. He's like, that hey, you're a fucking great. murderer. Yeah. We need your um, help. Yeah, we need someone. We need someone. We need someone to just walk over and stab this I've got robot. A, here's what I've got. I've got a. I've got a sorcerer supreme. I've got a super soldier. I've got Gamora, who's like an intergalactic assassin. You know what we don't have? Just some fucking psychopath. Some That's what old we need. murderer. I need an old murderer. It completes. How, how the funny team. would it have been if the end of the show was Hank Pym going really small and going up Ultron's butt and then expanding? That would have been brilliant. <laughs> I mean, there there have been mock-up posters already, I know. <laughs> and I I would not. I don't want to say I would be surprised because I, I actually would be surprised if that became an episode. Uh-huh. But I feel like in second season they might hint towards some That's very random thing because they didn't. Because yeah, they had. Did they have only six people in the? They had okay. Let's count them up. They had Captain Carter. That's yep. episode one. T'Challa, they had T'Challa Star-Lord. Star Lord. That's episode two. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. That's episode. Did they bring four. anyone from zombies? They didn't, but then they eventually brought in the zombies. zombies. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Killmonger. Killmonger. Thor. Party Thor. Party Thor. And um. And then eight and nine are the end. Well, eight we brought Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We came back to that world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she didn't. Because I thought for a minute, did they send her back? That was my other question: Is yeah. where did they send her to? They sent her to one where she, she died, had died, but which I was we like, seen. I don't think that's enough. Because at first I was like, is this the murder mystery? Epi- is no, it, but Captain America. Oh wait, Captain it might have been. No, but Captain America was there. Captain America wasn't murdered. Yes, that ended maybe with that, him going to look maybe for Captain that America. Is I bet yeah. it is. That's, we tied it together. There we it did is. it. Because I was like, welcome. there is no murder mystery nod to this one. And then in the end, they did. You're right. Oh, I like this. Figuring it out on the fly. Yeah, we did it. Yes. All right. We well, did it. That's what you come here for. Everyone. So if you haven't watched to it, interpret, watch it. It's very good. Interpret a series Shut you've up, already Chris. figured out. I'm, I've already moved on from this bit. If you haven't watched it. Give it a watch. This got really, really sweet and gentle yeah. at the end. This, I'm going back to my inner world voice. Okay. In a world. Or what so, the? F- in a world where the electricity doesn't work in this room. It's because the fridge just kicked on. We have a fridge in this hotel. Isn't that great? That's a loose term. <laughs> That's a very loose usage of the term fridge. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this. And now we're going to go on the street to talk about New York City Comic Con. We're going to interview some people. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. And we'll, talk, we'll probably talk as well about our panels and stuff. We haven't done it yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about what we're getting at. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Through the magic of editing, you're not going to notice anything. But here's a peek back behind the curtain. We haven't done any of this shit yet. So Three, two, one, go. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty Thank good. Thank you. 
Well, we got some New York City sirens going on in the back. Oh, that gives it that sweet texture, that authenticity, that verisimilitude. That's not the right use of that word, is it? What is that? Not word? even close. What does it mean? I don't care. It makes me sound really smart, though, doesn't it? It's one of those words you can use that makes you sound really smart, and no one will really bother to look up if you're using it correctly. Verisimilitude? Yeah. No, don't do it. No, 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 no. Don't do this. Verisimilitude do- oh, definition. Fucker. The appearance of being true or real. Is that oh my God, that was pretty close to yeah. what I think I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm So I'm what's similitude? Fucking, it's something that's less verisimilitude. That's true. Is that true? It is the quality. <laughs> I mean, yes, that is true. The quality Andrew. of your state of being right? <laughs> similar to something. Uh, so yeah. it is less true. Yeah. Verisimilitude is like completely true. Similitude is like kind of true. Yeah. So fuck you, fifth grade counselor who said I couldn't read. Yeah. And fuck you, eighth grade counselor who said I couldn't read. I'd write you a letter, but you know. And fuck you, judge who said I couldn't read. It's a longer story. And than fuck I you, get into. Lavar Burton. <laughs> well, yeah, but for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> um, hey, uh, so uh, we're kind of interrupting the thing that we were going to do because. We were originally going to go around and interview people about Comic-Con and talk about their experiences at the con and get a real worldly view of the con. And then if you're listening to this on Tuesday, we're recording this on Saturday. And last night, something else happened that we just were like, well, now we got to talk it's about this shit. It's way more interesting than just talking to some random cucks on, in front of the <laughs> New York City some, Comic-Con. Some damn soy boys some, on the sidewalk. Some beta betas. <laughs> Can I say Can I say what we did last night? I think we have to. I saw Ghostbusters! The first one, right? Yeah. They showed... Can you imagine? Yes. If for the Ghostbusters Afterlife panel, they started showing us the original They were original just like, hey guys, we're going to take it back to the once. 2016. Uh, yeah. What if he was, if he was just like, we're going to start from the beginning, his one, two, and Afterlife all in a marathon. Would have shit my pants. Sorry, but to go back and set the scene, I saw Ghostbusters last night. Oh my gosh. Um, so we're going to... We're going to talk about that. I was we there can also, as well. Oh, yes. Yes. I, I saw it as well. Yes, you did see Barely. it as well. <laughs> I was right at the back oh of the line. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Is, do, we, do we want to talk a little bit about some of the other stuff that we've seen at Comic-Con so far? Yeah. Let's and do a quick recap yeah, and then we'll and dive we'll right in. That. And then we'll talk about Ghostbusters. Yeah. So Very I, non-spoiler, by the way. But yeah. We'll so talk we about haven't, there, isn't, there isn't a whole lot here. Right. But uh, Melinda went to the Sandman audiobook Act 2 panel and they talked a lot. There, James McAvoy was there and... Um, Neil Gaiman and Kevin Smith, who does a voice in it. They talked a lot about what it was like to do audio stuff right, and right, during right. quarantine and stuff like that. Sounds cool. We started listening to the first act right after that. We oh, got yeah. about an hour in. It's pretty neat. Is I, it? I kind of like it. Yeah, okay. we're definitely going to try and finish this all it's the way through. It's on Audible, right? Yes, yeah. it is. And right now, through the 22nd, the first act is available for free. <gasps> Ooh. So check that out. All right. We also went to see the Chucky panel. I forget what the actual TV show is called, but it's for the new TV show that's going to be on USA and Siffy. Which, listen, it's not sci-fi. It's S-Y-F-Y. That spells Siffy. You can't fuck with me. I know, I unlike Chris, I know how to read. It's true. I know what that phonetically says. Anyway, uh, that looked okay. A lot of the originals coming back. A lot of the old school people. Oh, Je- really? Jennifer Tilly was there. Oh, yeah? Uh, she's she's very big into that. Like, she locked into that franchise and was like, this is going to be my meal ticket. The kid who was the original 
kid that Chucky was terrorizing oh, yeah? is a grown man now. I, I we believe there, there's no, no, you know, kind of small spoiler alert. There's a point where someone calls the main character of the show on the phone. We're pretty sure that's who it was. He doesn't oh, reveal okay. himself, but it did sound a bit like him. Is the guy who voices Chucky the original guy who voiced Chucky? I don't know who that was, and I know Mark Hamill voiced him in the latest movie, so right. my guess is no. It's not Mark Hamill in this one. That's who I was expecting. Okay. But the guy who does it is very good. Thought for the first 30 minutes it was Danny DeVito, and then I checked the credits, and it was not. Cool. So okay. Sounds like Danny DeVito. Okay. Uh, what did we do after that? Oh, yeah, we saw Ghostbusters. Then we saw Ghostbusters. <laughs> we also got to meet Brian K. Vaughn. Yes, we got we some did. signatures. Very cool, man. Very nice, very yeah. funny, charming, and incredibly talented. It's no secret why he is as successful as he yeah, is yeah. is because of all of those things. Yeah, yeah. You all have heard of, if you've listened to any episode ever, you've heard we us literally did about an him. episode about We did a whole episode. About him. He's yeah. one of the reasons we started this podcast. Right. We got to see him during two different signings. We got to see him during a uh, panel, a, a panel where he, he also revealed, he revealed, you want to take this one saga. One of the easily the greatest comics ever coming back in January. I'm so excited. Unbelievably excited. They released the cover as well for the next issue. Yeah, it looks great. Looks very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, a couple little, little, maybe potential spoilers that maybe I won't. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you a three, two, one go, and I'm going to tell you what something that the artist, Fiona Staples, who also zoomed in said about the cover, and you know what, after three, two, one, go, skip ahead 10 seconds and you'll be fine. Three, two, one, go for spoilers. She called one of the characters, the new characters on the cover, uh, new Marco. Yep. And didn't explain anything about that but it's yeah. a very different character so we'll see what that's about yep so uh what is that all the panel stuff we did you saw david harbour oh that yeah david cool. harbour was pretty cool yeah. so exactly what you expect him to be charming yeah. and funny and brilliant and that's and, oh you know what else we did what else we, we did? saw ghostbusters we did you want to talk a little bit about, about ghostbusters, ghostbusters let's now? talk about ghostbusters all right so to set the scene just very quickly we went to the ghostbusters panel this was a big one this was one that a lot of people wanted to get into they said very early in the panel too that they had some scenes for us yes and they, they did were not like say how there's many. gonna be some <laughs> clips and things like that and it started out like any other panel you know they bring out the, the guests and they got a, a moderator yeah they had most like of the, the young they cast the, the young mom cast Paul Rudd was not there yeah yeah uh, the, Ivan Reitman and there. Jason Reitman were both there yep. the co-writer I think was there yeah Gil Keenan yeah. I think it's, what, it's Gil something with a K I I think it's Keenan. And then uh, Finn Wolfhard and uh, Grace McKenna and I forget the kid who plays the other kid. I forget his name, but he's great. Anyway, we'll, we'll oh, get the kid that. who plays podcast. I think we can say their names. Yeah, yeah. we can say we can say the character name. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. that's a spoiler. Logan? Logan Logan's is his first name. So, yeah. I'm trying to talk yeah, about yeah. That. He'll be he'll be fine. He'll get other work. Interesting. I just IMDb'd him right after that to see like I was like, oh, he's in Ghostbusters. He must be doing because they talked about it was his first movie. Right. And the only right. thing he'd done before that was like a FedEx, FedEx commercial. Industrial. Or was it industrial? Industrial, yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, he must be getting stuff now. Like right. he must have a ton of stuff right. on the line because he's a, people are loving these young actor things right. that they're doing right. since Stranger Things. And I checked nothing. Well, you know, I think it's partially just because so far no one Ghostbusters has seen hasn't come out yet. Yeah. yeah. No one knows if there's, he did it good. <laughs> after your first thing, there's always like a gap yeah, where it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, you work at Dairy Queen, then you do your first movie, then you go back to working at Dairy Queen, and then the movie comes well, out, we'll, and then your phone blows we'll up. We'll get into it, but these kids are going to have no problem Yeah, they're going to be fine. Yeah, so they had the panel there, and... Um, it was a normal panel for 30 minutes. You panel? can actually look it up. It's on net, on uh, YouTube. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, because the panel really wasn't that long. No, it's 30 the, minutes. You know, the, they went for 30 minutes. They went through all the cast members and everything like that, and I, I told you this off mic, but truth be told, I was... Was psyched about this panel because obviously I'm Ghostbusters is my favorite movie and halfway through I was like that's kind of boring like yeah. they're just going through each person like how'd you get involved in the movie and da 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 
And then Jason Reitman pipes up. First of all, watch the panel just for Jason Reitman talking because very eloquent speaker. And then they go, uh, should we show some clips? And he's like, sure. And they're like, do you want to set up the first clip? And he goes, yeah. He goes, you know, it's been so long and so many people worked hard on this. And you guys are, first of all, I just want to say you guys are awesome fans for being so patient. And I know you've waited a long time and I think you've waited long enough and at that moment, this weird settling in happened on every person. Because that also doesn't, I thought about it and I was like, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to show it right now. It's, yes. It could just mean you've waited long enough, minutes. It's, which is why it's going to come out next right. month. Right, right, right. Know? And he's like, I, you guys have waited long enough. And we were all like, is he showing them? No. And, no. Then, and then the next sentence and the confirmed next sentence it. was, okay, guys, here's the deal. And he's like, you've all heard this before, before about when we've done these things before, before, but I have to say goes, them anyway. Please don't spoil the ending. And we were like, what do you mean the ending? <laughs> How are we going to watch the ending? And he's like, enjoy the movie. And we saw... Ghostbusters in its entirety. Afterlife. Afterlife. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ghostbusters Afterlife in its entirety. Including post-credit scenes. Yes. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only spoiler I will will give you about the post-credit scenes is that there are post-credit scenes. So when you go to see it, go stay for the whole credits. If you you like that sort of thing. And let me tell you, those post-credit scenes, the, the last one, was just I, very okay. So let's get into this. Which I'm is not going to spoil it. But I think that I, as a person who just sort of has a, a basic knowledge of Ghostbusters, right. who has seen the movies as a kid and right. stuff like that, I think I missed a lot of stuff. Sure. Because the end of that, I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Like, if you're a big Ghostbusters fan, yeah, this might hit you pretty hard. Yes. If you're a casual Ghostbuster fans, the the post credit scenes. I think we'll be like, oh, that's fun. Well, let's. All right. So very minimalistic. You're going to guide me through this. That's what we're going to do. Great. I'll focus it. So on both our parts to keep this as spoiler free as possible. Yes. As someone who is an enormous Ghostbusters fan out of 10. What is it? I'm going to say like a nine. Wow. Okay. Maybe eight and a half for certain reasons, but. Honestly, I mean, it's really up there. And as a person who is a. As a casual observer of Ghostbusters. Nine out of 10. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's really good. For probably different reasons. There were a lot of times where something would happen and everyone would go, <gasps> or like start right. applauding or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Right, right, right. <laughs> it really is. So let me let me say this, and I, I don't think that this is a spoiler, at least. Just know going in, if you were an extreme fan of, of Ghostbusters, this very much is a Jason Reitman movie. It is not an Ivan Reitman movie. An Ivan Reitman movie, I mean, he's a guy who came from like... The National Lampoon, you know, that type of humor, that type of comedy, comedy with obviously well, for anyone who doesn't cast. know as well. He uh, what did he do? He, yeah, created he directed the- Ghostbusters one and two yeah. uh, created by Harold Ramis and right. Dan. Aykroyd. Oh, right, 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 right. So they they came they to him with it, the idea. And Ivan Reitman directed and produced it. But the three of them really crafted that right. that world. He does have a heavy hand in it. By the way, well, we'll do a light spoiler thing later because I do kind of want to get into like sort of what it's what this movie is. Yeah, I think we can spoil enough that you can watch the trailer yeah, and yeah. still. Uh, but so, you know so, what I mean? so I think that's it for total non spoilers. I think we have to talk a little bit about not specific events. Just like what is we the are basic... still going to give like it's uh, for me. This is still a spoiler-free review. The right. rest of this upcoming, but it is like we do have to give like some things that we felt were maybe missing. Why it isn't a perfect ten, right. but we won't go into specific details about scenes or characters or what they're doing or what right. the plot is. Right, right, right. 
Yeah, I think that if you're you're coming in this, like I said, this is a Jason, very much a Jason Reitman movie. If you've seen any of his movies, Up in the Air, uh, Juno, Juno, things like that. Yeah. They, he's very young adult. It, it's well, very this also good at does having, feel very close to the original Ghostbusters. Movies. It does. The music is almost identical, which it caught is, me off guard. Which I think is brilliant yeah. because it's it is the same guy who yeah. who composed the first sense. two. And if you listen carefully, it's almost as if the themes that he used in those are inverted. There oh. were a couple of times where I was like, this is this is when the note goes up, the note goes down right. here. But it still works. Like, yeah. it's inverted. So there's still that essence through it. The themes are still the, the themes same. The themes are still musically. the same. This is very much a story. He has said time and time again, this is a story about a family, both behind the scenes and in front of the camera. And you feel that through and through. I think this is a... Without being so far on the side of just fan service, this is very much like a love letter to the original Ghostbusters. I agree. Yeah. In a, but in a very tastefully, delicately, delicately touched way. Yeah. You know, nothing ever felt really heavy, heavy handed for the most part. There were some parts, again... I'm sure when the movie actually comes out, we can do a full like spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I told Melinda after it was over. My main concern for this movie, and the reason for me, it's not a perfect ten out of ten. Honestly, kind of the only thing about it, I feel like in the editing room they made it for people like you and me. Yeah, there are moments that like were perfectly timed for us to applaud through. Oh yeah, that yeah. I worry, especially near the end. That yeah. if uh, if it's just in a in a house full of people, I, I like in a cinema. Yeah. I don't think that they are going to have the same visceral yeah, does, emotional yes. weight to it. Yeah. So I think that it will. I don't. Th- I think for a lot of people who go to see this movie, there will be a lot of awkward pauses. Yeah, he introduces characters and even just the things that we know about that we know and love from Ghostbusters he kind of services them like characters you know the proton pack the PK meter the Ecto-1 and he gives them an introduction that like you said allows you to drink in that moment which you're right for fan even without actual applause you're in your head you're like yeah (laughs) but for a non-fan or for a much more casual person going to the movies might look at that and be like Pacing sucks. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, if that. you are hanging on the edge of yeah, every, yeah, yeah. every single word, you want to keep seeing keep it. Going. There's a lot of visuals that hang out right. for a while. Right, right, right. But if you want it to keep moving, right. it could feel a little like uh, it drags a little. But this is very much, I mean, it has a beautiful theme through it of family, about family. This yeah. is very much a movie about family. And there was, there's. And there's redemption. A, there's a heart to this. There's movie. a lot of redemption too. And redemption well. too. Yeah. yeah. But there is a definite heart to this, which is something that is, like I said, this is very much a Jason Reitman film, yeah. uh, as opposed to an Ivan Reitman and film. And as a casual Ghostbusters, I don't even know that I'd call myself as someone who's, who casually has enjoyed those movies, right. I was not expecting to be so moved emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. You do. It, it does really kind of suck you in and sweep it, you up. It lands. Yeah, it, it really does. I think it's pace, since we were talking about pace, I do think it's paced really well. Me too. Um, you Sometimes know, a little, for, it's hard for, see, it's hard, especially with comedy. Right. Because it's very quick. The comedy is very fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love. Right. But we'll see how it works with, like, Normos. Well, that's you know? the thing. And we were talking Normies. about the, the, the stiffs, as they're right. called yes, in Ghostbusters right. too. But uh, you and I, were t- again, we were talking about this off mic earlier today, but kind of the difference between the original and the 2016 reboot and this and the 2016 reboot is that this doesn't have those kind of pause for comedy moments. 
Like the, it just moves. They, it comes very naturally. The performances are played for truth. The jokes are in there. And it is funny, by the way, for anyone who was watching the trailers. And I know this was something that people were concerned about, that they're going to watch it. And it's just no laughs. There's plenty of it's laughs. It's hysterically There's funny. Real, it's really funny. There's yeah. definitely like... Especially like you can't put Paul Rudd in something and have and that, have something unfunny come out. Exactly. Yeah. He's hilarious. I mean, there's one sequence. I'm not going to spoil what it is. There's one sequence that the entire audience was like laughing hysterically in that place when those things were happening. You know what I'm talking about. I don't. What I was going to say, though, and this might be it, but I think this is fine to say. There was a scene that was released. These things. Oh, it's the scene with the little Stay Puft Marshmallow Okay, man. that's okay. what I was going to say. All right. Look, I don't think that's a spoiler. Yeah, because no, they released, released it. Yeah, yeah. They released yeah. the scene, and we were very trepidatious and right. cautious about it. We were like, oh, we were excited about this before, and now we're a little hesitant. Right. There are parts of that scene that was released that were not in that scene yeah. when it was released that are now in that make it hysterically Sterical. funny. I think maybe either some editing is different yeah. or some pacing is different as well. Some people I could see arguing that that scene goes a little too long, and I, I could sure. understand that, but that being said, it's, it's everything in it funny. is really funny, yeah. so it's one of those things so, where I'm like... So if you did not like that scene that was released... With Paul Rudd and the little tiny Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, uh, it is very different. I don't it know is. if they made a PG version. Yeah, might have been it. But also, it is. that's not indicative of, or rather, the a, whole, a marketing version. Yeah, is what I mean the, by also that. the tone of that scene is really not indicative of the whole movie. Do you know what I mean? Like that type of comedy and that it kind is, of... I would say it is indicative of the rest of the comedy that is in it. Yeah, but... But, th- but the scene that they released is very different than yeah, what yeah. is actually in the movie. It feels just like a... I don't know. That scene for me, while it worked really well, it to me it felt slightly different tonally. But it was a nice break. Yeah, like we well, were talking earlier in the episode about you know just to name drop our Shakespeare, like the characters that come in, the porter, the nurse that come right. in and like yeah. t- give yeah. us a break. Felt like like a that break scene enough. felt like that. Like let's take a little break for here and really put in some really well, hardcore. It's interesting comedy. too because you and I were off mic were talking about how probably the biggest swing and the biggest payoff about the original Ghostbusters right. is that it doesn't fit in a category. It's, yes. It is a comedy. It is a drama. It is a sci-fi. It is a fantasy. Right. It is all... It is everything. Yes. It's trying so hard to be ten different things. And right. And Part so, of it, I think, is the cast is so good at all those things and good at melding them, and it might also be the direction. Yeah, and can swing from thing from to From one thing. to the other. Yeah. As a, so you don't end up with, like... 10 different movies you yes. have one movie that hits every single point yeah. and I think this does that really well as well not necessarily with the same genres right but some of them yeah or yeah. in the same style it's a, I think the levels are just different yeah it has all the same genres that t- yeah, yeah, it touches yeah. based on all the same genres as the first movie but it has now adjusted the levels yeah. you know what I mean where the first movie had it had action it had romance it had sci-fi it had comedy it had horror you know what's great about this as well is that it doesn't like i think a lot of people are going to be hesitant to see this because it's like oh they're making a 2021 they're updating the ghostbusters but it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like that feels like the original yes just it just takes place now yes it does (laughs) and it also feels like this is not i'm not I'm trying very hard to board this though i'm not kind of spoiling an ending in any sort of way but it does feel it doesn't feel like they're like, no, we're it's in the same universe, but now we're kicking off a new set of movies right. or anything. It feels, like I said, it feels very much like a love letter. So in that capacity, it feels like a closed. Which is interesting, it's too. It's not so closed that 
they couldn't do something else with this. Stop but it talking. Feels <laughs> close. Don't, don't say any more than that. I'm just saying. I'm I know just, I hear yeah. you. But what I was going to say as well is that um, it's interesting because something Jason Reitman said in that con- in that convention in that panel that you can look up is he said his goal for this, his dream for this is to be able to pass Ghostbusters to a different, different dir- to his favorite directors, directors yeah. and let them and do a movie. Yeah, he did a movie that. Is its own thing. Yeah. It sits there and you can watch it. And if anyone else is like, you know what? I think I want to play around in this world. Yeah. They can do whatever they want in this world. Which is interesting because it doesn't feel like that. I wouldn't have felt that way if he didn't say that. You know, and again. Like, it's not, it's not like there's. There, there is a catharsis that that's is right. Yeah, I think catharsis. There, when I say closure, I, th- I, I think I'm looking for car- the catharsis is yeah, the yeah, word yeah. I'm really looking for. There's a catharsis to it that. It doesn't feel again. It doesn't give you that feeling of like, no, no, no. We're kicking off like right. three new movies with these Ghostbusters directed by Jason Reitman. It's just like there's this, and we're gonna leave that right there. Yeah, and it, it's doesn't, it sit, doesn't. And if anyone wants to come around and pick, this it doesn't up, feel like a cash grab. Yeah, for sure. Which for sure. Why would it be? No, <laughs> like Ghostbusters has not been a cash grab since 1988 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's a thing. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time. I could see a studio being tempted because it is a known commodity. Like it's something that even though they haven't really, other than the 2016, they haven't really done a whole lot with. It's always been in the zeitgeist. Like there are always fans like myself who are diehard Ghostbusters fans. And there are always others who like discover that movie and they're like, I like that movie, you know, or they like the franchise or something like that. So it is a franchise that if the, if Sony wanted to do a cash grab or thought about doing a cash grab, I could see them acting on it. But this, and hence 2016. Hence 2016. But this isn't. And that's really one of the things I love about it. I have literally had dreams about a Ghostbusters 3. Like, I love these movies well, it's, so much. They've been much. talking about it. And they've been talking about it forever. For 15 years. Yeah. And I grew up watching the first one and the second one. And just loving being in the world every time I watch it. And every time two would get done, I would go, I can't believe there's not more. Like, there's not more of these characters well, especially in, in like this world. In, in the 80s were such a prevalent time for trilogies. Right. right. Star Wars, uh, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah. Uh, you know, on and on. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing that a third that Ghostbusters. A third was the second happened. one successful? It wasn't as successful. Good. It's very good, actually. Yeah. I think, well, one, it wasn't as successful as the first. And two, the filmmakers and the actors have all said, like, it wasn't as fun as the first one. Too. Oh, okay. Because what Indian, happened was. Didn't Indiana Jones? I mean, the second one was fucking awful. It's fine, but that's a weird thing. It, it, that's a whole other story. But yes, I, I know what you're saying. The other the thing about the second one was it didn't do as well and then the first one they loved making everything and because it was so successful on kind of not a shoestring budget but like the special effects and things like that kind of you know duct tape and yeah. that sort of thing then it does really well and then ghostbusters 2 comes and they it gets greenlit and they're like we're going to give you you know whatever it was 10 million time. yeah whatever, 10 yeah. million 20 million 50 million but they're gonna up the special effects which means they have to get the script in advance which means they have to like set everything really specifically right. and everything which doesn't really play well with the actors that are in with Bill Murray right. and Dan Aykroyd it stopped and being a bunch of friends turning on a camera and saying go and saying go and yeah. it was more like alright the you know and now it's a chore this ghost is gonna be here and here you're gonna set those tennis balls and then hit this line yeah and it was more of a chore and Bill Murray especially was like 
this was no fun to do. And I don't really, I can do anything I want. I don't want to do things that are no fun. So he just kept putting off doing a third one. This to get back to what I was originally saying, like I said, I love these two movies so much with a passion. It is like at the core of who I am to the point that I literally have had dreams about, I had a dream where they had a Ghostbusters three and what it would be like. This movie came out and I was so worried, like, is this going to be such a disappointment because I've built this up in my mind? This is not the movie I dreamed about, but I did not go home feeling like, oh, this isn't at all what I wanted. I went home feeling like I'm very satisfied. This is the Ghostbusters three I could take. This is the Ghostbusters three that I would want. It has that feeling to it. It honors that without being pandering and it honors that in a really genuine way. It was really amazing. I mean, it really is. You know what I think would have made it better, though? What's that? If they switched out all the Ghostbusters for women. I mean, yeah, that was the one thing that I was really hoping for, is at the very end... I honestly, I was a little sad that there... Well, this is a spoiler, so I'm not going to say it. Never mind. I'll think about it. I'll tell okay. you right now, and if it's... if You you tell me if it's a spoiler or not, and uh, if it's not, I'll leave it, and if it is, I'll cut it out. Okay, go. That there wasn't any reference to the 2016 movie. I don't think that's much of a spoiler, because they've said specifically, like, this is not part of that. Yeah. Like, that reboot is a different universe. I know. Would have been cool to have those some of those actors in it, though, as different I characters. I think... But see, that's... The, but that's that kind of, like... A little pandering that I yeah, think it would have right. felt you were. I mean, that's that was what they did of, in the That's what they did in 2016, and it feels like pandering out and out. Whereas this, that felt like pandering. This feels like tribute. This is a story as this well. This is a story. Yeah, and if unless it doesn't you can, fit the story, you yeah, don't if you get couldn't in. organically put those yeah. people in, you know, then you don't want Leslie Jones just driving up as a cab or driver. What about and even like, along. even like, you know, the way that um, Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg are in, I think, Dawn of the Dead as zombies. You could have yeah. them be ghosts or something. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, if you had done it where it was one of those things where Kate McKinnon is a ghost, she's, like, unrecognizable, yeah. but you find out, yeah. like, in... Right, you know, IMDb two days later. Right, that he's... That, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was her. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's... there. I'm not going to say who it is this time. When we talk about it, when it actually comes out, we can talk spoilers. But there are two actors. First of all, there's one actor who plays a part. I don't know if you spotted it. Um, that I'll tell you after we turn off the mics. Uh, Because I watched the credits and I was like, I can't believe that person is this. But I want to find out who the other actor is for another part as well, because I think they're a name actor and I couldn't recognize them. That can probably be cut out of this episode because it makes (laughs) no sense whatsoever. Um, Is there anything else we want to say about this? No, I'm if you're if you're at all passionate about Ghostbusters, even if you're a casual fan of Ghostbusters, but really right now, because I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan, I'm I'm going to talk to the ones out there who absolutely love this franchise. You're in safe hands. That's like the number one thing I wanted to get on the mic. It's interesting too, because this this past week there've been a lot of articles because Jason Reitman complimented the 2016 one. He, I don't know what he said, but he said like a good thing about it. And everyone's like, Oh, that's a bad sign. That's not a bad sign. Just because he's one filmmaker who appreciates another film. It could be. Yeah. If, if, If a person running for president is like, no one talks about the good things Hitler did. No, but you that's might the not thing. vote for but, him. But the thing is, like, with a director, you know, who has a who has an artistic eye and can usually pick apart or not pick apart, but break down a movie, break down a television show, break down a story into its components. You know, it's easier to find things to compliment about something that people don't universally. For sure. My like. point is just that, like, it's not. It could yeah. have been a bad sign, but we are here to tell you it's not. It's not. You are in, he, he. You are in very good and safe hands with this movie, and I will give the same message to people who watched Ghostbusters once and thought it was pretty good. 
you'll think this movie's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, you'll like this. Yeah. I don't know that it's... For, for a casual viewer, that it's an improvement on the old ones. And I, obviously for the for the huge nerds of it, they're not yeah. going to feel that way. But for, for me, it's like, yeah, it's it's just like it's a fun movie and it's yeah. very funny. Paul Rudd is hysterically funny. He's great in it. He is the perfect person for this role. No one else could play this role. Yes. And uh, I feel that way about a lot of the. <laughs> I feel that way about a lot of the actors right. in it, though. They're very good. Yeah. They're very well Grace cast. Grace McKenna. Is that the mom? That's the girl. Oh, the uh, Phoebe? The, the lady Phoebe. Yeah, she's yeah. fantastic. She's incredible. Um, basically unrecognizable because we saw her at yeah, the panel. Yeah, that's I was like, the other Jesus. thing. I, part of this is, you know, the fact that the part of the, the impressiveness of the performances is because we did see the actors beforehand. So you get the immediate comparison of like right. what kind of acting they're doing in this. But yeah, Grace McKenna in this, I mean steals it. The mom steals is also it. great too. Carrie I Coon. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. fantastic. Unfortunate last name. She's great. Yeah. By the way, she mentioned this isn't a spoiler because he's a little bit in the trailer as well. But uh, she mentioned her husband in the panel. She her uh, that's in the movie. That's Tracy Letts. That's the guy who was the. Um, oh no shit. Yeah, I know Tracy Letts. No, no, I'm saying in the movie he's the hardware salesman. Tracy Letts is. Yeah. Oh, her. Is that her husband? That's her husband. I believe that's her husband. That's funny. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. So let that do for you for a little bit. <laughs> Guys, I really, I can't wait to, for this movie to come out for everyone to see it. Yeah. And then for us to really be able I've to talk about it. I've already got a list of Easter eggs that we can't talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are great. I know. I will. I was, I didn't make a list because I was like, no, I just want to sit and enjoy this. I did after. Yeah. But I'm going to, I'm going to go see this again. Yeah, we're sure. definitely going to watch it I want to see it again, sure. one, because we saw it in a giant hall, which is not built to be a movie theater. And also because we missed like a quarter of the lines from because people Because there was clapping. a plot and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I can't wait to see, go see this. And again. after that, uh, you know, we'll talk to you guys. We'll, you'll hear us next time when Blues Brothers Afterlife comes out, and I can gush about that. Oh my gosh, when Max Landis makes good <laughs> oh Blues Brothers God. Afterlife, yes, oh, I did have that thought. I was like, "This is that's going to be next. Oh if this God. movie does well, they're going to be knocking on Max Landis' oh, door." Oh Jesus! Like, do you want to make Blues Brothers? It's going to be so fucked up. It is. It really is. It's going to be great. And so that's it. We did it. We, we talked did. about what if, and we talked about uh, there you Comic-Con. go. Now you got to peek. If you didn't get to Comic Con, that's basically what Comic Con was like. Yeah, that's it. It was pretty baller. It was pretty baller. We you know did a lot of cool stuff. We bought a lot of cool shit. We bought too much cool shit. We really did too much. I don't know how I'm going to get all this back. It's going to go in the trash. It's really didn't you say says, your wife already. She threw already out some threw stuff? out some of my stuff <laughs> into the trash. Luckily, that was free stuff. But she, the the Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure cards probably worth a million dollars. I was like, oh, these are probably kind of worth something to someone. We could get some more, probably, and we throw could. them in the trash. And throw them in the trash yeah. for her. Yeah. Here, hey, I, honey, so I got you. Here, I got you something. And I just pull out the pack of cards and I immediately throw them into the trash for her. And <laughs> she I'm like, pulls this out is a lighter, you. and she's like, Thank "I feel you. so bad for people who can't make it to Comic Con, and they're like, we're there getting stuff and just throwing it in the trash." And they're like, "I have lived and died for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, <laughs> and those six cards that you got are the final ones in my collection. I'm missing." And they're like, "Hey, uh, what's uh, what's your address, and when does your trash go out?" And I was like, "I already just gave them to my." Child just to chew on. Can you just dox yourself real quick. Dox myself. Yeah. What does that mean? Doxing. Doxing is. Um, it's usually when you do it to someone else. It 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 fucks a lot of people up. It's a real big problem. Um, people can find based on your username if they're really good hackers where you live or your phone number, your real name, and just release it to the I public. Thought this was, was some sort of weird sex act. I mean, it can be. 
You want it to be? Yes. Yeah. Get on All this right, path. Good. Get but over that, here. That's what's happening right now. That's why Alex Jones got sued because he doxed, or, or rather, he talked about how Sandy Hook was fake and the parents were making it up. And so a bunch of people who believed him hacked into their accounts and doxed them and told everyone, hey, they're lying. Go go yell at them. Time out. They had to move like wait, four times. Hold on. Wait. This is how we're ending the episode? <laughs> Are you fucking serious right now? So anyway. What the fuck? Thanks for listening. Get over we on this bed. We did a thing. We did a thing. Get on this bed. No. Get over here. I, for fuck's Let's sake. Let's cuddle. Come here. I'm cuddle sorry. with I'm me. I'm so sorry about Come this. Come cuddle with me. I don't me. think there's room. Oh, you're doing it. Oh my gosh. I didn't think you would do it. There's going to be room. I'm really sweaty. That's why I like you. Get over here. Yeah. Take the time yes. to fucking... Oh, Jesus oh, yes. fucking Christ. Yes. Ah. Oh, this is what I've always wanted to record. Can we lay down? Get your hand out of my butt. No. All right. Let's lay down. Hang on. Hang on. That's all. Here. I'm going to lay down. Jesus Lord go. mercy. Oh, yeah. Look at this. I'm so sweaty. Wait, Can oh, we no, please leave? Hold on. Wait. Oh. Can we please leave? Okay. All right. Get out of my hotel. Is all what right. I'm trying to say. Fine. Oh, wait, actually, before that, hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. <laughs> yes. Hey, Andrew. Yes. Hey, Andrew. What? Wait, my mic keeps moving. Oh, hey, my Andrew. God. What? Where can they find us? They can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com, slash the media lunch break. And if you were at New York City Comic Con, stop interrupting. I can't cut you out because we're both right next to each other. If you were at New York City Comic Con, you could have found us there, but it's over. You fucking missed it, you scrub. You can also visit our Twitter. Our handle is at at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. YouTube.com slash the media lunch break. Check out our videos there. We're also on TikTok. Where our handle is at media lunch. Oh, for fuck's sake. Look at that. You have a little thing. Can I read it too? Yeah. Not out loud. I just want to read with you. Where are you? Where'd you leave off? Patreon. We're on patreon.com slash. No, no, you keep doing it too. Go ahead. Did you brush your teeth today? Yes, but then I ate more afterwards. Patreon.com slash the media lunch break. You can also send us an email at chrissucks at gmail.com. I bet somebody oh, has the This email is so Chris frustrating. I'm, at, at we need to immediately account. go back to recording remotely. Someone has to have the email, Chris. Go to patreon.com slash the media lunch break because we're, we we're going to put out videos about Comic-Con as well, like specific yeah. ones that are just for patrons. We just recorded one the other day. It's going to go up today. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. We're going to show what we're doing at Comic-Con, mostly masturbating. Uh, you can also send us an email at the media lunch break at gmail.com. No. If you're no. not going to get it oh, right. Oh, send an email. You're right. The media lunch break at gmail.com, everyone. Or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. We have an Amazon affiliate link down in the description, so be sure to check that out. If you purchase something using that link, we get a little kickback. Chris is sitting so close to me that he's our, our, our bodies are touching, and he's just hovering and breathing on me. Uh, what else we got? Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes. On spot on uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up and a subscribe. Thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. Super awesome. And a special announcement: we have a special shout out to Johnny Boombots. Ooh, Johnny Boombots, a streamer we met at Comic. Wait, hold on, wait. I'm gonna find a good way to say his name. Ready? Johnny Boombots. In a world where Johnny Boombots. No, wait, wait. Boom right. some bots. Th- th- wait, wait. Hold on. All right. Hold Stop on. moving. No, your no. Mic. I'm gonna try and get. I'm it's gonna, gonna be so. All right, I'm gonna set you up. Ready? I'll give you the lines, and then you do the. You do it for the voiceover. Ready? We're so close to ending this. I know. Shut up. Um. So, all right. Ready? Oh my God, Chris! Yeah, I got it. I got it. Ready? Here we go. In a world. In a world. No, no. Do it for real. 
Okay. In a world. In a world. Where crime prevails. Where crime prevails. Johnny Boombots. Johnny Boombots. Has had enough. Has had enough. That was pretty good, right? Thank you. That was pretty good. Anyway, going back to things that are important, he seemed like a nice guy. You can check him out at johnnyboombots.com. That's Boombots. With, it ends with a Z, not an S. Johnny Boombots. Should I spell it? J-O-H-N-N-Y-B-O-O-M-B-O-T-Z. He took a picture of us. Uh, sold it on the internet. It was very sexual. No, he put it on Twitter and he tagged us and he, he seems like a nice guy. He's got a stream. That's very nice. Account. Thank you, Johnny Boombots. Yeah. I don't know what his actual name is. He gave us a card. His name is Johnny Boombots. John Streamer. If he was from Cleveland, I'd call him a Cleveland streamer. You're right. That's like shitting on your chest. And that's it. That's everything. Oh, that is- <laughs> we did it. Oh, man. We did a thing. We did in an thing. actual room together. We did a thing in a room together. Oh, my God. Let's do this again in another three years. <laughs> Let's do it again at Comic-Con. All right. That's it. Uh, as always, if you got something to share with us, piece of news, you got some thoughts on what if you uh, want us to stop talking about what if you want us to talk about something else, feel free. Send it on over. Send us an email. Send us a Twitter, a tweet, Instagram, whatever. Or you can leave it in a review. Leave a little five-star review on iTunes or SoundCloud, anything like that, and leave it right in the review. If there's something you don't want us to do, uh, you want to just shit all over us, go ahead, you shit all over us, all right? You leave us a five-star review, and you tell us how much we just suck. Uh, that would be great. Um, oh, yeah, sure, me leaning on you is, is offensive, but you doing that is... The word, anyway. And they will never know what it is. Nope, nope. And we're going to leave it that way. All right, next week. Oh, next week we're going to be talking some news. And yeah. the week after that, we might talk about Elseworld stuff, or we might just change it again. Who knows? And Who we might knows? talk about the reading assignment. Eventually <laughs> we'll get to the reading that I assignment. I read, like, I need to reread it. I read it, like, a month and a half ago. See, I kept delaying it because I figured you hadn't read it yet. No, I read it, like, immediately. Oh, aren't you sweet? Nicely done. Is there, is there anything in that safe? That one, that safe. I, I know what safe you're talking about. Is don't look. Don't look it? at the safe. Don't look at the safe. Okay. Don't point at the safe. Don't okay. think about the safe. Should we just rent a hotel room every time we need to record? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, It'd be great place to put the prostitutes' bodies. What's the difference? No, the prostitutes' bodies. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Okay. This took a weird turn right at the end. Did it? We almost get out every single time, and then we take some sort of weird turn. Okay, okay. But, so, the reason Alex Jones got off from that that lawsuit is because he claimed... No, we're done. No, I'm turning off the recording right now. Retrieval.